Welcome to today's episode. I'm here with Iksha Limbu, an Asian working as a grants advisor in a third sector organization. I'm really excited to find out more about what it means to work in this role, and I hope it helps some of you out there that are thinking about getting into a similar role. Hi, sis. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thank you for having me and congratulations on your pod. Thank you. Um, so I'm not sure if I've mentioned this to you before, but you're honestly the person I would want to have in my team if we were ever to go to a pub quiz. Because on, <laughs> seriously, you are incredible when it comes to general knowledge. Like you're the person I come to if I have a no. question about sports, be it football, rugby, cricket, you name it. And also, you are so well-traveled and you would ace the geography round. And every time we go to a new country, and you can't deny this, you insist on visiting all sorts of galleries and you absolutely <laughs> love your art. <laughs> like, you have interest in so many areas and you're always so keen to learn about something that you've not come across before and I love that about you. So I just thought I'd share that with everyone as well. Oh my god, that's like a very loaded introduction. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not so too true. sure about my general knowledge, though. I think, it, yeah, I think we're good at each other on that. Um, the only thing I would maybe say work on is your direction. <laughs> I'm joking. Wow, <laughs> says the one who's driving. I know. I know, I know. So before we dive straight into the conversation about, you know, your career and everything, I have a few questions for you, if that's okay. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just fun questions and nothing to worry about. Sure. Right. So question number one, what would you say is the best thing about being Asian? Ooh, hmm, a lot of things. But I think one thing that really like strikes to mind when I'm thinking Asian, Asia is food and mm-hmm. its culture. I think us Asians, we're obsessed with food, aren't we? Yes. Um, I think our street food culture is the best. No one can beat that and people can come at me for that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I think whenever we, <laughs> whenever we go traveling to Asian countries, food is guaranteed going to be great. Like, I'm sorry, but I think hands down food. And one thing I love about being Asian is that we're so diverse in who we are and what we are. And I love the, how we celebrate that in our festivals and mm-hmm. festivities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I really do embrace that side of it as well. And yeah, so those two, I think, but I think mainly food is something that you say Asian yeah. and what I'm proud of, food. I agree 100% with you there. I love Asian food. And I also love all the celebrations we have and how everyone kind of comes together. It's really nice. So I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So another question. um, Which is your favorite all time Asian movie? (gasps) Goodness me. That's like a tough question for someone who literally watches anything and everything. <laughs> um, but like I said, recently I watched a film called Zindagi Namilega Dobara, mm-hmm. which is a Bollywood film, a Hindi film. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I should say Hindi. It's a Hindi film and it's about this group of um, group of friends that go traveling before um, one of them, one of the friends uh, decides to settle down. And I love that, you know, I love the spirit of friendship that ha- that is interwoven in, in the story. And I love the songs. I just love the feel, the vibe of the film. It just was good, you know, and in, in times like this that we are right now, mm-hmm. it was a good form of escapism. Like it just let me just. Yeah, I, I absolutely just, like, yeah, drift off to. To times when probably we 
yeah yeah I absolutely agree it's kind of like oh I want that freedom and I want to be able to kind of go out right now and travel and yeah, yeah have those yeah. experiences with friends no that's funny because um one of my colleagues that I work with he's white and he's watched it as well and he absolutely loved it so it's definitely a really good movie if you haven't already watched it I would definitely recommend it as well Thank you. Yeah, thank you for answering those questions. I mean, I just think it's nice to start by getting to know the guests a little more before, you know, we discuss into the slightly more serious topics. And I mean, just slightly serious. Um, yeah, sure. So you're currently working at Welcome Trust as a grant advisor. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to start by asking you what made you want to join this particular sector and how did you even get into it? Okay. So what made me get into this sector? is a kind of good question. I think it's something that when I left university, I really didn't know what I wanted to do and like what field I really wanted to get it, um, like get in my, get myself into in terms of career-wise. Mm-hmm. So I graduated with a psychology and a marketing degree. And after, as soon as I graduated, I literally was in a point where I was just like, I really don't know what I wanted to do. Um, psychology at that point sounded really good to me when I was applying it at a university level stage. It was something that really intrigued me and I was very interested in. Mm-hmm. And marketing at that time was very up and coming. So it felt like it was a good choice to make at that time, mm-hmm. especially like digital marketing, um, you know, with the what, what opportunity was going to open up. Yeah. But after university, I realized that psychology clinically was something that I wasn't really inclined to. Mm-hmm. And marketing, I felt that I wasn't really like creative enough to get into that field. Right. So, and then I was just stuck at the point thinking what I really wanted to get myself into. Mm-hmm. And the two big interests that kind of I thought I would be like interested in was either getting myself into working in third sector roles, so which is like philanthropy, or was myself to get into like uh, fashion and retailing, but working at a more of a marketing angle in, in that side. Mm-hmm. So those were the two kind of big ideas that I was thinking like, okay, this is something that I'll be comfortable in. And this is something I can see myself in the long term goals is where I wanted to eventually get into. Right. And I dabbled a bit of both here and there. So for, in terms of marketing, I was thinking, what can I do? Dude, can I enhance my CV? Because at that time, it was looking very weak, let's say. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing a bit of courses. I did a course in marketing in a fashion, uh, fashion retail academy in London. And then at the same time, I was volunteering as well in this small organization called Migrant Help in Kent. Right. And it's actually working in that organization that, led me to the career that I have now in the third sector. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, to answer your question, I think the sector was something that obviously I knew that I wanted to eventually land into. Yeah. But in what capacity and what role was something by working in the sector kind of led me to it. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I worked in this migrant help uh, um, organization for, like I think I worked there for about like six months, just volunteering for the organization working in this new developed project that they had recently launched about uh, Gurkha settlements in the area. Right. So that was at the time when we had, there was a lot of influx of um, Gurkha migrants coming over to the UK to settle. So I was working a little bit, helping them kind of um, integrate in the, in the community and in, in, into the, or let's just say, into the welfare system that we have. So that kind of le- led me into the sector that I am and in the role that I am now. And from then on, I worked for like a military charity for about, four years or so. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm in my sixth year working in grants and welfare in, in, in this um, in this sector. So for the past four years of that, I had been working specifically in a military charity. 
helping them with welfare and individual financial um, assistance and stuff like that. But it was just after that that I just felt like with my background being in like in the military with my dad being in the the armed forces, I just wanted to kind of explore in a world or a sector that I've never really done so before. And that's where what led me to Welcome Trust. Mm-hmm. So Welcome Trust is a or the charity foundation, but it's more to do with like science and academia. Right. So and then that that's how I I am where I'm now. It's something that I just was a bit curious about, um, and I wanted to kind of challenge myself and leave the kind of the military background and get myself into this role that I am in now. Sure. So yeah, so that's how I am here, and that's already nice. Yeah, I mean, I think you answered that so well. From you know the fact that. Uh, you took psychology and marketing in university for the particular reasons that you did and then you know just kind of exploring all the possible opportunities that you had to actually experiencing uh, you know your role in what you were doing and that's how that's how you kind of ended up in what you're doing now and I think that's um, I can really relate to that as well because you really don't know exactly Mm -hmm. what you want to get into unless you try it right um, and yeah, yeah. I love the fact. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I love the fact that you obviously mentioned the fact that you, you know, because of your dad being in the army, that that's kind of how you started, and you just, you know, your curiosity eventually led you to what you're doing now. Um, so I, I do want to ask you: Did you speak to anyone else yeah. before taking on mm-hmm. this role? In the sense that, did you know anyone else who would who was doing this already, or felt that you could speak to and ask questions about, you know, this sector, or was it more of a self learning and uh, so in order to find out you know what exactly you need to get into this sector I think I think it's a bit of both I mean in terms of who people in terms of if, whether I knew someone who was already working in the sector no I definitely didn't mm. um, at the time when I just finished uni- the university a lot of my friends were doing very traditional well in fields of very traditional um, spaces so they were either doing accounting or in medical field mm-hmm. and stuff like that so I think in, I want to say in my friend circle I think I was the only one who did a subject that probably wasn't common back then though I knew a few people but it wasn't as much I think a lot of people were either in the health sector in like medicine or whether they were doing accounting mm-hmm. so I really didn't know anyone specific to kind of look up to or seek advice into mm-hmm. um at the same time so it was a kind of um I wouldn't say a struggle but I think it was just more like learning kind of seeing where my route will take me mm-hmm. but within the volunteering sector when I was volunteering migrant help so there were a few people that was working with me who were Nepalese as well right. so we were trying to kind of explore this area like as we were together as well so we kind of helped each other to pull resources and kind of tap into like where we want to get into and stuff like that mm-hmm. so yeah I think it's, it's a bit of both when I first started university and then kind of was looking into what I want to do I don't think there was many people around me mm-hmm. that was in that sector but soon enough when I was obviously volunteering and being more actively part of that um, side of um, sectors there were people there that I could like learn from or like gather resources together yeah I asked this because personally for me as well I don't know too many people in this sector especially not um other Nepali um or other Asians so I think for me especially it's quite exciting to talk to you about this because I do get to learn a lot about this role that you do so exactly yay (laughs) so um following on then um what is it that you do in your role um if you could just kind of give a brief explanation of what sort of projects you're involved in you know what it means to or what your week looks like generally (laughs) 
Yeah, so sure. So welcome in generally is um, a charitable foundation and we just look into sort of like supporting science and scientific research into facing um, like urgent health challenges, right? And this is mainly done through grant funding, advocacy campaigns and partnerships. And I work in the grant sector of it. And in particular, I work in the humanities and social science stream that addresses any aspect of health. Mm-hmm. So in answer your question, so I think one of the, so we look into, so we have different schemes that um, applicants and candidates who are in the field can apply to. And I think one of the recent applications that I worked in was looking at maternal health in Kenya. Right. So so this was looking at patient behavior and studying the effects of maternal and neonatal health and like survival. And it was just looking at research was hoping to kind of inform and design policy around maternal and neonatal health in um, in Kenya and elmate countries. So it's the, it's just that. So we were basically supporting scientists and their research projects. So they would have some sort of like policy or impact within that organization or within a country so that it will help the betterment of um, the people that are using the services or in the in the community. Mm-hmm. So those, that is one. And I think one, the other one was similar, was looking at Roma populations and their health inequalities. So again, this is all like policy-led work. So we um, it would be like a four-year project that they would look in to go into the field research and come out uh, and come out with policies that hopefully will improve their health um, within that um, diaspora. Right, nice. So, what would you say you know is important? Um, what qualities are most important when people are looking to apply for um, a role such as yours? What advice would you give them? Um, I think. As in, like, um, getting into the role that I am in and how mm-hmm. I got there. I mean, I think it's very in, in individualistic in how you apply for the role. For me, personally, I don't know how, how I would be, but I guess leading by how I got into my role is definitely by working in the sector and then volunteering and having a basic, like, general knowledge base into the sector that you're going into. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, previously I worked in a military, char- military charity, so I had no kind of... Like no idea, not idea, but I had no like background knowledge on science and academia, uh, academia at all. Mm-hmm. So that part of the job was very much learning. But I knew the whole aspect of grant funding and grant life cycle. I knew to make that kind of um, decision making skills. So I had that. Mm-hmm. So I would say not necessarily. It doesn't. You don't have to have a particular like background in a, in the field that you're kind of working in. But I think it's most important is kind of getting yourself on the on the job. Uh, on, basically working yourself, getting yourself on the ladder and kind of working and then um, kind of growing that um, skill set that mm-hmm. you have in a previous job and then just building upon that. Mm-hmm. I would say it's more key, especially for my role, I think, because like I said, I mean, I did have psychology, which I can fall back on, which is the only science thing. But yeah. apart from that, I mean, my experience are literally just working on the job, mm-hmm. uh, building and um, just building that and getting to the point that I am. Yeah, that's really good advice. I mean, Generally, what sort of um, degrees do people have that come into um, your sector? I mean, can it be from any diverse um, backgrounds? Can they do any um, subjects in university or does it have to be specific subjects? Um, I think so. I think I, uh, so. For my team, so we do. I, so I work in the social science and medical humanity team. So our team is very 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 uh, broad so we have someone doing biomed classic um classic so just mm-hmm. like literature classic literature then there's wow. me in psychology yeah. so i think our team generally is very 
broad in that sense. But I know that we also have other specific teams, so, um, so like mental health and um, immunology. So within working within that teams, I believe you do have to have some sort of um, knowledge or background and understanding in that field. Mm-hmm. So because they're more science based, whereas our team is less so. So I feel like that's probably why I snuck in there with my psychology degree. Yeah. But I know <laughs> but I know talking with my colleagues in say mental health and immunology, like they do have mental health, um, like some sort of mental health um, science degree. Right, I see. Um, so what is it about, you know, this job that you love the most? What would you say drives you and keeps you going? <laughs> uh, good question. I think for me personally, I just feel like I am a little cog in this big machine that's helping towards something. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds very altruistic, but I think that's what I like like about the role and working in this sector is I feel like I'm this little puzzle that eventually goes on to be- become a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So that's what is motivating. I have faith in this and the um the proposed and research studies that we fund and eventually I do want to see hopefully see some sort of an impact that's been made into that um that area of uh, research that they've done whether it's in maternal health in Kenya or women populations and health inequalities in Europe so I like the fact that I was a part of that in terms of like funding it and then kind of seeing that through Right. Nice. Yeah, I, I like the fact that, you know, you say it's almost like saying that it's a, a purpose driven role, right? Like there is so much good yeah. that's coming out of what you're doing. And I truly believe that. So, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, I know in your previous role, you worked at the Gorka Welfare Trust. And mm-hmm. I can imagine obviously there being um, more Nepalese people working there. Yeah. And how does, yeah. Yeah, how does that compare, you know, with your workplace now is is there still that diversity um how would you say you know you would kind of um explain when it comes to your colleagues that's working at um uh welcome trust and how does that matter in what you do uh right definitely i mean i think each organization is different to each other yeah and they all have their work culture and it's so different like mm-hmm. so I worked in Gurkha Trust and then I which was a military charity specifically looking at um, Gurkha regiments then after that I worked for SAFA which was a uh, tri-military not military sorry tri-charity so it's like military navy and uh, air force and now I'm in like the science academia and each organization I worked in is has been different and they have their own unique culture and how they are mm-hmm. um so Gurkha Welfare Trust was very interesting. I think it was good for me in a sense as well, because it was a small charity that I was kind of exposed to yeah. um, all the different kind of sectors within that. Um, but working with Nepalese, it was comfortable as well, because I feel like I was, because obviously I come from, like my father comes from that regiment. So it was easy. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't want to say home-like, but it was safe for me. Like, you know, I, yeah. I knew it in through in and out, like culturally, work-wise, like it, it was comfortable for me. So, um, but then now in Welcome, it's it's a completely different, um, completely different ballgame altogether in terms of how my colleagues are and how, in terms of organizationally it is. Um, it's like, the, it's yeah, it's definitely different from the multi-charities that I worked mm-hmm. from in, in the past um, to how it is now. Yeah. Um, in terms of diversity, um, I would say it's definitely more diverse than the two multi-charities that I worked in. All right. Um, in, in terms of... Um, ethnicity and in gender as well nice. definitely I think um, right now it's much more 
I want to say more balanced than the the, the previous Miltish artists that I worked worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I don't know if it's because Miltish artists, I do feel like uh, they are set in a different way to non like right. a, let's say civilian charity so I don't know if it, that comes within the framework of culture that they are in mm-hmm. but definitely I think welcome is I feel like it's more diverse and definitely in terms of ethnicity and in gender as well nice so obviously um, you said you know um you were quite comfortable after a while working um in the uh, military um yeah. workplace and did you think that you know you wanted to move on to Welcome Trust because you wanted that challenge um, for your own growth, for your personal growth? Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think I was. I think I was becoming very comfortable working in the military uh, sector, like British um, charity, because, like I said, it is like from it was a familiar background. I knew the ins and outs, like how the system works, mm-hmm. like you know everything. I just felt like I was becoming a bit complacent in terms of me learning and sharpening my skills and just me as a person, like I just, it was just so comfortable. It was a very uh, space that I knew a lot about and was, it was easy for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to like, kind of, it was time for me that I was thinking like, Oh, it's, you know, I've been here a while now. I think it's time for me to explore other options as well and see, you know, how the other half of the world live. Yeah. So which that's where and how it led me to welcome. Nice. So, when I was going on the search, I really didn't think, or if you have asked me, like, back in the day in my uni times, like, you know, did you, do you ever see yourself in science and academia? And my answer would be, like, a hard no. I'd be like, hell no. Right. It's like something I just wouldn't be, like, thinking about. And I can't believe I'm actually here working for one now. Yeah. Um, but like I said earlier, it's definitely different culture in terms of work wise, it's different work ethic. It's just it's different. And I do like that. Yeah. Um my role is very similar to what I did. So um I do more of grants now than I do of welfare of um uh obviously. Mm-hmm. But the the environment is different. Like I do like working in health sector which I didn't I never thought I would say this mm-hmm. um I do like working with academia not too sure but definitely love working <laughs> with, uh, in the health sector and I think it's something that I do want to like study further or get myself more into yeah. which I like I said if you'd asked me like a decade ago it would have been like no way am I right. getting myself into science yeah yeah it's so funny because we never know where our life leads us and what role yeah. we're taking I mean I think exactly the same about me I would have never thought I'd end up in marketing to be honest because initially I always yeah. thought I'd be in a science yeah. role so you yeah. know what you and me have flipped haven't you like you went from medicine <laughs> to marketing whereas I started off in marketing and now I've ended up in like a science yeah. kind of oh my god that is so true that oh is my so god. funny I never thought about it till just now I was yeah, like oh I my know. god we literally did a switch exactly right wow but I feel like we wouldn't be where we are had we not you know gone through what we did um so yes. <laughs> true true yeah. that's true that's it's, true as well wow funny how life works out and yeah it's it'll be so interesting to see you know where we both will be in a few years time as well yeah Yeah. that'll be interesting definitely so I mean it was so great to hear about everything you do in your work and obviously um what it means to work in a um as a grants of um grants advisor um so Mm -hmm. besides work you know what sort of interests you have what have you been doing outside of work um it'd be nice to hear about that as well really i mean right now in the situation that we're in given the pandemic Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. not much i feel like so limited i understand yeah (laughs) 
but in the space that we I have right now, I think what I'm currently doing a lot is going on a lot of walks, which I think I wouldn't have done otherwise. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my walks, like walks down. To, I obviously we live in Kent, so we're by the seaside. So I'm really, really grateful for where where I live and where we are right now. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely been enjoying my long walks to the beach. Um, I'm definitely finding a new height of respect for my K dramas, my Korean dramas that oh, I nice. am literally binging on. Yeah, and they're keeping me sane, helping me um, escape reality by going into watching these yeah. way too much. I know. I've, I mean, and, I've uh, spoken to you about this before, and I think we know you as someone who's finished all of everything that's on Netflix, <laughs> really, as well. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't know where I would be without Netflix. Amazon Prime, God, I'm I not know. sponsored. We're not sponsored by them, but definitely <laughs> they have been my savior this pandemic, yes. no doubt. No, definitely. And I think I've also been uh, cooking a lot mm-hmm. than I would be. I think um, I one because when we just all the restaurants are closed, and then I'm craving for certain dishes and cuisines that obviously we can't get them so I'm making more of them mm-hmm. so yeah so I think I'm definitely appreciating the nature mm-hmm. cooking yeah and we, my we, love for clay dramas grows yeah nice I mean we've been baking for listeners so we we had um, a few weeks where we were doing our baking rounds and we would all bake for each other and then drop them <laughs> oh, yes. so, you know, that was really we should fun pick that, up. that was good yes. yeah definitely um so yeah I mean it's so good to hear that you know you have been obviously going for your walks and keeping yourself you know sane in these um in these like covid days and yeah crazy days yeah i mean yeah it's been lovely talking to you and hearing about your journey um thank you so much for sharing all of that and before obviously we close this off i just have one question for you sure um what was it that you wanted to be when you were a kid Oh my god, so this recently came up in one of our quizzes and I mm-hmm. think at that time I wrote fashion designer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so can you see from where I was a kid to what I did and where I'm now? It's yeah, just like, yeah. It doesn't it's make such, sense, but yeah. I guess that's what life is. Exactly. But I think I was so much into my Barbies back then. Goodness Aww. me, I loved my Barbies and I loved like making little dresses for them and stuff yeah. like that. So that was something that I literally wanted to do grow up was getting into more fashion. But that is probably what I was talking about earlier was something like getting to fashion retail was something that I always had back right. in my mind because from my younger days, I think I was always into that and that was what I really would want to do. But I don't that think I'm, sense. I think I got to the age where I was like, nah, I'm not creative enough. I think I just appreciate You lost that creativity over the years. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think you're still pretty creative. But yeah, like you said, interests change and slowly we start, um, you know, looking at things in a different way and start exploring new avenues. And um, yeah, I mean, I think where you're at suits you really well and you're doing so well. And obviously I'm so proud of like where you are at um so thank you again for you know sharing your story and i hope we'll be able to kind of meet each other soon and do things as we would normally thank you for having me no thank you for talking to me um so that's us closing the episode and i hope to catch you in the next episode bye